0: Hi everyone and welcome to Crime Science. In this podcast we explore the science of crime and the practical application of this science for loss prevention and asset protection practitioners as well as other professionals.
1: Welcome everybody to another episode of Crime Science the podcast from the LPRC. Uh, today our latest in our weekly update series I'm joined by colleagues Tony D'Aufrio and Tom Meehan and our producer Diego Rodriguez and uh, we're going to talk a little bit about what's going on around the world um, in retail and beyond. Um, not not much of an update, believe it or not, on the COVID-19, SARS-CoV-2 virus uh, situation, other than some of these new subvariants continue to expand, seem to be highly infective. Uh, evidently, not nearly as severe disease coming out. Um, and uh, again, as we've talked about, uh, seem to be able to get around, evade, Uh, overcome natural and, um, vaccinated, uh, type immunity that we might have generated. Um, uh, and so, uh, we'll see, but, uh, we're hearing anecdotally as well as seeing the numbers, uh, high infection rates, um, uh, and hearing about it again, but, um, it doesn't seem to be dampening people's spirits. You do see people that are masking, uh, but most not so much right now. Um, and so, again, vaccine and treatment development continue at, at as fast a pace as they can possibly do it. And with with uh, dozens and dozens and hundreds, in fact, of treatments and vaccines on the way, um, you know, that things look better and better is just going to take a while, uh, particularly since so many people have been infected. It's more difficult to conduct these rigorous, large scale, randomized controlled trials, um, finding naive people. Uh, is very difficult. So, you know, they've got to turn to different sample sizes, go into different population areas and so forth. So those things slowing down, the phase two, and certainly the phase three uh, randomized controlled trials, uh, the double-blind studies. So um, turning over to a little bit of LPRC, uh, the team's finished up, uh, has the uh, 2022 version of LPRC impact content wrapped up. Um, we are expecting right now a uh, record enrollment for the conference third to the fifth of October here in Gainesville on campus at the beautiful um, uh, J. Rights Union, student union that we've got here. Uh, many of you have been to this conference before. You know what it's like. It's all about content, about engagement, about being in a very unique atmosphere, uh, collegial atmosphere, uh, having an amazing amount of engagement opportunities. Um, your, the, the learning labs, the breakout areas right there, co located with the main area, which is co located with where we have our. Um, experience center for solutions. Um, And so all the solution partners, all the retailers get to spend a lot of time uh, over just about two days uh, in concentrated engagement with each other and with a lot of uh, research learnings. I'll go through the learning labs next week. Uh, We've got 16 of those right now planned um, with uh, amazing content around theft, uh, around violence, around fraud, um, a lot of neat, deep dives, some broad looks, um, a lot of things around crime mapping. Uh, so a lot of excitement with the, the content. The sponsorships are rolling in at a record pace as well. That allows us to just do a super job with putting on an amazing event with uh, world-class social events on that Monday evening of the 3rd at all our lab complex inside and out. Uh, look for a pretty special event there. Engagement opportunity tours of labs um, and visiting there. As, and then again, on that Tuesday evening, uh, the 4th, um, where we'll be at the UF Swamp, the stadium where we take over the entire Champion Club, Champions Club level. Um, you'll see the sponsors and LPRC logos flashing on the, on the scoreboards, the huge, massive digital scoreboards. Uh, but it's a great time. Live band, um, open bars, a lot of fantastic food. Uh, but just a great way to engage with all the right people in the industry, in research, um, those that are the technologists, the engineers, the scientists, the, the a ton, a ton of practitioners, uh, over 200 of the of the top APLP practitioners and and, and beyond. So, looking forward to that. Uh, go to lpresearch.org to learn more about that. Uh, on the research front, uh, we've been doing and working a lot more on the LPRC SOC lab, Security Operations Center lab, which is a mock-up but highly functional, cutting-edge EOC or SOC uh, or command center. Um, so, those, those technologies and the sensors across the four-square block uh, outside Safer Places lab uh, with now five mobile platforms provided by LVT or LiveView Technologies, loaded with the sensors so that's all been 3d mapped working with esri's arc pro arc gis and their drone mapping 3d technology Um, so a lot going on there more and more technologies flowing into the lprc engagement lab now just over 200 technologies in there Um, new fixtures have just being uh, installed to display more merchandise and provide more space for more uh, protective technologies but this is the only place in the world like it Uh, I mean, there's just nothing even close from a lot of a lot of standpoints, Um, but the only place where you can come and look at 200 technologies from over 65 security and uh, loss and other types of technology companies deployed and being integrated. Um, So it's a great place to assess. Um, We are adding team members. We're getting ready to add two more research scientists here the team, which will take us to a record number, uh, where there'll now be seven of us researchers. Um, For a long time, it was me, uh, and then we slowly added people, um, and so we're going to be growing to the largest size ever. Uh, You'll see at least three PhD level um, and uh, three master's level, uh, so you've got a lot of graduate training here, a lot of uh, high-order research capability from experimental design research to uh, big data uh, research to uh, a lot of statistical analyses, uh, general linear models or REMA, you know, all types of regression analysis, logistic and OLS and, and beyond. Uh, so a lot of capability there. The, the mapping t- capability by this team is pretty unprecedented, particularly when we team with CapIndex, uh, a team from Rutgers that have a, a spinoff company, SimC, um, and of course with Esri uh, and their ArcPro, ArcGIS RTIS. So a lot of capability there. Um, so stay tuned on that. The homeless and harm research continues uh, as we look at and build a typology of the types of harm and ways that we can interact with the community and better safeguard our own places. <clears throat> so our people and our, our, our shoppers, our employees feel and are safer and more secure our places. Um, the research continues on the voice of the victim where we're getting ready to reach out and interview uh, Hundreds uh, eventually, starting with dozens of current uh, retail uh, store workers, getting an idea of the exposure and uh, to aggression and other crimes in their places to get the voice of the victim better uh, understood, build a, again another typology of harm um, and get the word out, and then work on better ways to safeguard people from. Not just physical harm, but psychological harm and some of the avoidance behavior now where good people don't want to shop or work in many, many, many retail places now around the United States. Um, The research continues on armed robbery and better understanding and preventing that type of a dangerous crime. Uh, Commercial burglary research, some more coming up on the active assailant front. um, We've been doing several projects, but again, um, we're writing up now the results of our wave one. Uh, working with 11 retailers, they're threat assessment experts, um, getting an idea of four types of shooters we've mentioned before or, or active assailants, um, and then the signals that they give off, the aural, the visual, and the digital. So a lot of good work in that area. on the fraud front, um, James Martin and the leaders of the, of the excuse me, the retail fraud working group have put together a typology, of types of online and in-store fraud, and then started to break down um, in detail what it looks like and countermeasure opportunities uh, there. So, the theft front, a lot of product protection research going on with uh, Dr. Corey Lowe and others in that uh, product protection working group, organized retail crime, the same. Uh, They're conducting multiple research tracks right now, uh, the Innovation Working Group and the LPRC Innovate Program, that advisory panel, are going to start working closely together to coordinate that activity. Um, and so we're, again, expanding from 15 to what will now be 30 leading retailers, having their innovation people uh, meet eight times, uh, six times by Teams calls, and two times once at Ignite and once at Impact. Um, so a wonderful opportunity to build cutting-edge innovation with, with players like Lenovo and NVIDIA, um, Intel, uh, and many, many others from Endime, uh to Milestone to we could go on and on, ProSecure, SensorMatic, Checkpoint, uh, and many, many more. So I'm going to go ahead and turn it over to Tony. And
2: Tony, if you could take it away. Thank you, Reed, for all those uh, great updates. Uh, let me start this week with some news from Starbucks as reported in CNBC. Starbucks said it will close 16 US stores, mostly on the West Coast by the end of July because of safety concerns according to the company. Most of the stores set to close are in Los Angeles and Seattle metro areas. The coffee chain will also close two stores in Portland, Oregon, one store in Philadelphia and another in Washington DC also for safety. Concern about store safety was sent through to a letter to employees published on Monday from two senior vice presidents of Starbucks U.S. operations at the coffee chain. The the letter cites societal safety concerns, including increased violence and drug use in the area of the stores. And according to the uh, CNBC article, crime data from Seattle Seattle and Los Angeles seems to back up those concerns. In Seattle, property crimes, which include car theft, larceny, and burglary, and violent robberies, are up nearly 20% for the first five months of 2022 from an earlier period, according to the uh, Seattle Police Department. In Los Angeles, these types of crimes are citywide, are up citywide up 14% for the first six months of 2022 compared to the same period last year, according to the Los Angeles Police Department. This is indeed to me disturbing news and from Starbucks and it's another reason that we should sure engage with the LPRC as we work together to combat uh, these crime trends. Let me switch now and talk about uh, with the economic risk of recession increasing, thought this week would be a good time to visit an infographic from Visual Capitalists which summarizes the top 10 countries with the highest risk of defaulting in 2022. In order of higher risk, the top 10 are El Salvador, Ghana, Tunisia, Pakistan, Egypt, Kenya, Argentina, Ukraine, Bahrain, and Namibia. Uh, And the reason I bring this up, if you listen to the news, it can lead to some substantial issues. Look at what's happening in Sri Lanka. Recent events in Sri Lanka highlight this increased risk. You saw all the violence actually storming the the government buildings and taking them over. In uh, May 2022, the South African nation of Sri Lanka defaulted on its debt for the first time. The country's government was given a 30-day grace period to cover 78 million in unpaid interest, but ultimately failed to pay. So this could lead to substantial the economic disruption around the world. So I wanna bring that up and uh, everyone should be aware of it. Uh, And then again, switching to another topic this week, from Retail Dive, some insights on how inflation is impacting shopping holidays, such as Amazon Prime Day, which uh, just completed. With its first uh, 2022 event Prime Day over, Amazon on Thursday said that globally Prime members and these are the only ones allowed to shop for the deals, bought more than 300 million items, surpassing other years. The b retailer declined the comment of exactly how much revenue that is. Still, at, at a time of peak inflation, consumers kept uh, much of their prime time shopping to essentials and smaller purchases, according to Numerator, which found that 5% of the items sold uh, that only 5% of the items sold for 100 bucks, while 58% sold for under $20. As in previous years, Prime Day lifted other U.S. retailers as well, according to Adobe Digital Economy Index. U.S. online spending nearly reached $12 billion, uh, which was split $6 billion on Tuesday and nearly $6 billion on Wednesday, which was an 8- 8.5% increase over last year. Stores played a key role with conversion for retailers are, are offering curbside pickup or BOPIS, uh, which is buy online pickup and store, which was up 20% compared to an average day in June. Adobe said it as well. So again, gives you an idea on the shift that's go going on. Uh, it was interesting speculation that Amazon continues uh, whether they they think what they'll schedule a second Prime Day later this year, which has never been done before, but the company declined to comment on it. So a key message here, consumers are pulling back because of inflation with their online spending and plan to spend less in the next six months, according to research from a test. So just a heads up for the retailers that listen to the podcast that computer um, consumers are, uh, are adjusting to what's happening with the inflation, and finally uh, some data in terms of uh, how same inflation uh, is impacting stores, uh, and 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 how it reflected in the in the results in the June retail sales for the United States, as reported again in retail dives, retail sales in June rose 77 percent year on year among the. Segments tracked by retail die according to the monthly numbers released uh, by the U.S. Department of Commerce. The growth is not adjusted for the record inflation also reported this week, however, and sales in seg- uh, segments declined, such as uh, as household budgets went towards filling up gas tank and other essential um, uh, items. As one analyst said, this feels like an inflation story to me. I, I'm noting that the government this week again announced the very high inflation on 9.1 percent. Adjusted for inflation, retail sales actually would have falled, fallen in June. E-commerce sales were a standout, uh, climbing 2.7 percent over the month and 20.6 percent year-over-year which another analyst again said reflect our consumer strategy to save on gas. Electronic sales took the biggest tumble, down nearly uh, 10% from last year, an indication that consumers are, are avoiding bigger ticket purchases, according to Rossman. Apparel sales fell 2.5%, uh, department sales fell nearly 5%, sporting goods sales fell 0.3%, and general merchandise um, sales fell 0.6%. At apparel retailer, in volume terms, sales were uh, strongly negative, uh, said one another analyst. Uncertainty for retail continues uh, for the time being as the inflation story continues to unfold. So I urge everyone here listening to this that this is the podcast where you can get the detailed information in terms of what's happening with the global economy, where the risks are, what's happening with COVID, how cyber risk is going. So keep on listening and send ideas on how we can improve this podcast. Now over to you, Tom. Thank you.
0: Thank you, Reed. Thank you, Tony. i just going to cover a couple trends and things that are coming up in cybersecurity and risk. Uh, Yesterday, uh, Microsoft uh, Outlook or Exchange, the online version had a pretty significant outage. So if you're using uh, Microsoft for email, you probably noticed that there was an outage and it was a global outage. So uh, it affected uh, folks all over the world. Microsoft, I think, took a couple hours to address this and did a very good job of taking care of of that uh, relatively quickly, as well as communicating with their customers. This is just kind of one of those reminders that as we continue to become more and more connected and reliant upon certain services, that there is a potential for disruption that even the largest carriers in the world struggle with from time to time. Additionally, last week, Twitter had a pretty significant outage, which I know we covered on. the The podcast, so just again, uh, having extra lines of communication are important, and one thing I would say is that I realized uh, there was a team 's outage a few uh, weeks or months back, and I was talking to some folks that had after covid gone one hundred percent virtual and literally had to look for people 's phone numbers because they just hadn 't called them in so long, they were relying on the services so it 's important to have backups, have phone numbers, it sounds silly to say that out loud, but we do. We are in a world where if you are on a platform like Teams, like Slack, uh, or any of the other social kind of business platforms, and there's a disruption, then it potentially poses a risk to your business continuity. Um, well, the FBI has uh, added a woman to the top 10 who is a crypto... Uh, or Bitcoin, it's really a crypto, not Bitcoin scammer. She designed uh, a one something called OneCoin, and is believed to uh, get four billion dollars. That's actually what the FBI says they can prove. So it's believed to be more uh, swindled people. Um, interestingly enough, they have not been able to find uh, find her at this point. But um, there is a, both. Uh, she's on the FBI's top ten list, as well as Interpol is looking. So I think we'll continue to see that. And this is one of those things about Bitcoin that, uh, or cryptocurrency. I apologize if you're saying Bitcoin. Uh, with cryptocurrency that comes interesting is that there's this need to be an early adopter or this want to be in. So you have some of these potential nefarious actors be able to take advantage of that. And here's a real example of very smart uh, lady, PhD, um, very well respected, goes and creates a coin and collects money um, and it's essentially the old ponzi scheme theory right i get your money i pay someone and i keep collecting i keep collecting and this was the one coin uh piece of it uh this is the risk with with crypto of that when new cryptos come people want to jump on that bandwagon they want to be a part of it early they're looking for that quick win and this opens it up to risk next uh you know there's a, been a, a fairly large cyber uh crime ransomware prosecution out of a Canadian citizen who was actually prosecuted in the Southern District of Florida court, uh, federal charges and pled guilty. Uh, and this is interesting because when we think of ransomware, we, we think about all of the uh, nation state actors or you think Russian hackers, Romanian Romanians. This was actually someone that was working with a group overseas and actually was using a service to get ransomware. Uh, and when he was apprehended, they were able to seize $20 million. Uh, they know of about $40 million that was collected. And again, that ransomware is prolific and large, and it isn't just specific to uh, overseas activity. So uh, great arrest. Believe that you'll see uh, this individual working with the FBI to help uh, cur- you know, create more arrests in the future. Uh, a little short today, but with that, uh, I will turn it back over to Reed. All right, thanks
1: so much for that, Tom and Tony. Uh, A lot of good insights, a lot of good stuff. Um, Thank you, Diego Rodriguez, our producer, uh, but mostly, of course, thank you to you all that are listening. We seriously really want to hear from you. Any insights, what should we do? Do better, do more, do less, uh, do differently. That's helpful. It's operations at lpresearch.org. Come set a visit, come into our labs here in Gainesville, uh, get enrolled and come in for impact conference. Um, get involved in our Supply Chain Protection Working Group Summit that's coming up in two weeks in Philadelphia, hosted by TJX. Um, And you'll see all the right people, a lot of the right people, let's put it that way, uh, in that area. uh, So much more. So everybody stay safe and stay in touch.